Welcome to the show. I'm Tiff Marchand from Night Carver Designs, and this is Carver Conversations, a Sabretooth podcast. Today on the show, we have Greg from Natural Selection Studios, and he is an amazing artist. He does all these very cool, organic and natural looking shapes. He adds this texture to the pieces that he turns and it completely changes the look of it and he's not afraid to use color this guy is so talented and we were very excited that he had time to come and sit down with us and chat if you're looking to grab some burrs this week use our code EM2CO in all caps to save 10% off your order But if you've got some time and you want to sign up for our mailing list, you get a coupon once a month for 25% off your entire order. It only lasts 24 hours, so you have to use it quick. But it's a great way to get some burrs onto your toolbox and get yourself going. Um, There are new kits right now that have a variety of grit levels and a variety of burrs to get you started. So if you are new to this and you want to get some burrs and get going, these kits are where you want to check out. So if you go to our page, look under the kit section and there are new 1 8 inch kits to get you started. We also released back in September a bunch of quarter inch bitch. Okay, I'm done talking now. Enjoy the show and have a great day. Well, very nice to meet you. I know we've really never chatted before, but I've been no, nice to meet your you work too. for a while now. Since Thank I've you. Taking over Sabretooth's page. I'm like, yep. Who's this guy? Like, right. I love the, the way that your pieces are so organic mm-hmm. and natural, but I know you're like, you're using a lathe, which can be very, you know, circular and perfect, well, but you, yep. you've disrupted that and it's really cool. Yeah, exactly. I, I like to think of it as like using the lathe as a, making making a canvas mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna make a canvas with the lathe and then you know after that then you know i'm free to do whatever i want to with the piece so which is awesome it, it's kinda, very sometimes yeah i mean it depends on the piece but you know a lot of the times that's how i view it yeah it, it just gives me pottery vibes like i feel like i'm in right. a pottery studio when i'm yeah. looking at your page and it's like wait that's yeah. wood you yeah, know <laughs> you have to, you have to take that second yeah. like oh right i i can't you know i I'm not into, um, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm just not into, you know, kind of feeling constrained into, you know, round, perfectly round. And mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of, of perfect, perfectly round objects, I guess. Yeah. No, you like, you like that organic vibe. I mean, it makes sense right. just with your name, Natural Selections. Right. Like, yep. It gives a, a good clue of who you are, you know? Right. I mean, you know, when you're starting out, you know, you don't know really what to do. But, you know, eventually, after doing it for so long, you obviously pick a path kind of and go down it. So, Yeah, absolutely. How how long have you been doing this? Did it kind of all start uh, with the lathe, I assume? Uh, 22 years, maybe. Awesome. Something like that. And then uh, I've been doing it full time since 2008. So, yeah, yeah, it started, well, it started, it didn't start <laughs> with a lathe, but I mean, I learned how to turn in high school woodshop. I've always been artistic as a kid and stuff. So I, I did a lot of drawing and painting as well. I got into wood carving, believe it or not. Yeah. And then I got books on wood carving and started to do that a little bit. For some reason, I went back to the bookstore and saw uh, a book by uh, Richard Raffin. 
one of his, you know, turning wood, turning bowls. Okay, very cool. And I picked it up and just was flipping through it. And I was like, oh, yeah, the lathe, you know, from Woodshop. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, let's do this. So that was it. You're lucky yeah. to have that experience, though, to have a lathe in high school to, to be able right. to try. Yeah. Like, that's cool. I remember liking that the most out of anything. We, I'm, I can't, I cannot do, I guess this goes back to what we were just talking about. I, I can't do flat work, any mm-hmm. kind of construction, anything that involves math. <laughs> uh, I'm not don't ask me to build you a cabinet or right. anything like that I'm, I'm, I'm 100% not, with you like right I can't do it there's yes. just no way I could, and a lot of that comes from wanting wanting it to be perfect as well if I know I'm going to be building something that has to be perfect mm-hmm. it would have to be perfect and I just know that I'm not capable of that I know my limitations and I know I'm not capable of building something that's you know going to be great so forget Nor do it I have the desire I don't know I no, I don't. That I don't either. Intrigue me. No, it it it's not. Uh, it's not fast enough for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, the lathe is instant gratification, yep. you know. And then I try to make it even more instant gratification. So if I can make a goal for myself to, you know, okay, how many pieces can I get done today, or this or that, and you know, that's kind of where the microwave comes into play. <laughs> being able to dry the wood. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, so I you just make a game out of it and. And have fun. No, I'm with you. Um, I think a lot of people who get into carving really do enjoy that instant gratification that it brings because it is. It's just like, ooh, you can see something shaping up so yep. quick. And then Absolutely. as you're doing details, like, I want a line there. Just make a line. Okay, next. You know, like, you just yep. keep going. Like, right. regular traditional woodworking for me, it's just, I just know no interest. I don't want to cut things, square them, mill it down. Nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> nope. And, and I, you know, I, I, I like I said, right. <laughs> like I said, I'm not, I'm not, you know, you know, dissing it at all no. because, you know, it, it's great. It's beautiful. I, I really enjoy looking at it and people mm-hmm. doing it, but I, I can't do it. And I guess that's why they do it because they're really good at it. And, exactly. you know, there's, and that's what they like to do. That's mm-hmm. what they enjoy that process. Exactly. So, that's and fine. I, I love seeing people too now that are doing those things that are perfect. And now they're starting to add texture with the saber tooth sure. Like right. that's fun way to see them starting to explore more with art. Cause exactly. You know, like it's just, it's just addicting. Oh, so, it is. I still wake up every morning. Can't wait to get out the shop. That's awesome. You know, for however many years, it's the same feeling every day, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. that's the whole point. And once you find that, then you've got it and just run with it. hundred percent. And try and make good business decisions, I guess. I mean, that's the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, I didn't, I didn't have a business plan when I started. So uh, I don't recommend that. I do tell people that at least yeah. have a plan plan in place. So, right. Put some, uh, line some things and yeah, make some. Moves. Absolutely. <laughs> Not just, Hey, you know, I'm going to start doing that. Okay. And then just, you know, we're curious. Looks I've like been browsing your page. Mm-hmm. Have you always been into color? Like, I just love some of your pieces. You leave very natural. But others are just right. like, whoosh. Actually, you know, because I thought about that too. But no, I have been. Um, I try to go back and think about like my really early work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're just starting out, you you know, everything's pretty natural, you know, because you're just trying to get the hang of things. And show the grain and yeah. Right. It wasn't until probably... I would say 
I would say 2006 or seven, somewhere around there that I started to play around with color. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it, it did just snowball from there, but I've, I've gone back and looked at things that like, even what I'm doing now, um, those are all rooted in ideas that I've had a long time ago. You know, there's, but I, at that time I didn't have the, probably the capacity to think about it long enough to think, well, how can I achieve this? How can I do this? Right. Mm -hmm. So it just, you know, you have to, you know, just keep working at it and work it out. And eventually you'll get to where, where you want to, where you get, where you see what you want to make, you know what I mean? So that's, that's kind of where it's at. It's so cool. I just love it. Like, it's never been such a pleasure to stalk somebody just scrolling through all oh, the right. shapes. I'm like, I'm looking I mean, at I, like the way you lace into, like when you add the, like the laces right. to the wood. Yep. Um, I mean, I've done that for a long time. People do enjoy it. So even though it's wood people, I try to, I, you know, if I can, I try to get a balance of the yes. natural wood and, and color because I want, I know people want to see if it's wood, they want to see the wood. Yeah. It's one of those things that is kind of taboo sometimes about like, should you stain like paint something or like hardwood (laughs) man, just gorgeous work. I can't stop scrolling. Sorry. When did you start? When did you start adding power carving to everything? I actually, but (laughs) well, no, I had actually used, uh, you know, saber tooth burrs forever, you know, and, because I had carved, I started, you know, carving fairly, I mean, it was a few years after I started again, but I, I, I started, you know, wanting to carve pieces and mm-hmm. I was, I, you know, I, I saw saber tooth burrs and I just, okay, that'll work. So I just, you know, got them and did it. Uh, but no, I've, and I have the same burrs I got when I started. I mean, they're ground down to nothing, but, you know, uh, but yeah, no, I've, I've used them and, and used them for carving or shaping. Mm-hmm. I guess you could, I, I got used them a lot more at that time was for shaping, not necessarily carving patterns or, you know, yeah. but it was uh, for a long time, long, long time. It's cool. And I, first of all, I like that you said that you've had them forever and I have. Still, you can still use them though. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, I do out, have this, probably. I, they're, they're worn down. They're not worn out, yeah, but yeah. you know, they're, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I guess that's the thing too. It's just like, there's so many now, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I mean, you can lose your mind thinking about different things and that's, you know, what I try not to do because then I will just you know, get, <laughs> I know with all the new kids mind. that came out and stuff, people to yeah. look at and choose from. Right. <clears throat> and like nice. the, the, I forget what it's called now, but the one I got, the blue one, the. Oh yeah. The Supreme. The Supreme. That thing, you know, it, 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 it works. It's a worker, <laughs> you know, and yeah, it's great. It's just, it, it's limitless, I guess. And that's, yeah. Is it a problem? No, but sometimes it feels like it's a problem because it's limitless what you can think about doing with them. Mm-hmm. It really is. It eliminates a lot of fear of, am I going to be able to carve that too? Because you absolutely can handle it, you know? Oh, yeah. 
because I was having Absolutely. a hard time the other day. I was having a hard time cutting the wood with a jigsaw. I kept breaking blades. And mm-hmm. like normally people would be fearing like, oh, my burr is going to be able to get through this. But that's not my right. fear. I'm just like, what blade will go through this so I can cut right. some of this off? Right. It is funny because like that, that fear of like, it just goes away. You know, you can have fun and play. And if yeah. you see a big knot in something, that's not a problem. You're going to get right through it. Like, yeah. No, it, it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Confidence. And then a lot of the times when I'm, it's not a philosophy, but a lot of the times when I'm, when I'm working, you know, if I'm carving a pattern or something, you know, mm-hmm. if you mess up or not mess up, it doesn't matter because everything leads to something else when you're working kind of like yeah. that. So you can develop another pattern or this or that just by doing it. So you know, yeah. that's the fun part about it too. That's true. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I know. Do you, do you mix hand chisels on your work too, or is it all power carved? Uh, I don't have any hand chisels. I do have, you know, uh, power carvers, you okay. know, like an auto mock power carver yep. with, you know, with carving chisel. chisel on. Okay. Yep. Yep. Cool. I figured you must, cause I've noticed like different, uh, styles of carving on there. So right. like, some of them have like that sharp edge, like a chisel must have gone through yes. too. That's yep. cool. I like that. Yeah, but I mean, and so, but the latest stuff, even with the sharp edge, you can get a sharp edge just like on the latest oh, yeah. stuff I've been doing. You can do that with the burrs and, and you can, it's just, you know, learning to use them different ways, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And then, yeah. I'm all about, and I'm all grits. about speed, speed. Yeah. Grits and. I'm all about speed and, you know, thinking of ways to get this done faster, right? With the same amount of quality, Mm -hmm. but being able to speed up the process. Yes. Yes. And knowing knowing which bird to use in which situation is is really huge too. Like Mm -hmm. I'm starting to find that out. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It it matters. Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah. And like picking picking the right grit for sure. Like you you can do any piece with any of the grits, but you know. Right figure out a way to get yourself like you said like faster like start off with your your green or your blue and then going Mm -hmm. to like you know orange good like working your way down the levels but right it's it's really cool to to play around and experiment with that i'm finally finally getting to your your older posts okay (laughs) you're like me you're like a prolific poster like myself like yeah constantly sharing (laughs) oh absolutely i love it yeah but your pieces are all like gorgeous finish shots, which are nice for anybody who is starting off. I've been liking to ask these questions. Like, mm-hmm. What are your favorite burrs that you would recommend for somebody who's going to be turning and carving those? Like, is there a certain like top three that you love? Uh, the round, mm-hmm. obviously. It's um, the best. <laughs> you know, well, it is. It. I think that's probably the most versatile, mm-hmm. right? If yeah. we're going to get into that part of it. So just by proxy that way, if you wanted to, what should I get first? A round. Yeah. Just get different grits of round, you know, mm-hmm. and possibly different sizes. The next would be like the, I enjoy the flame shape. Flame. Right. Yeah. And then uh, I enjoy the, well, obviously the the big one that I got the, for the uh, die grinder, the the blue, I forget what it's called. I always forget What's what it's called. It's just round like a wheel, uh, oh, but okay. it's you know the, the supreme on. oh is that called the buzz out wheel i believe yeah the buzz out wheel, buzz out wheel. Think, yeah yep. yes yes that is very 
it is aggressive, but it's it's very uh, very useful. So you put that on your die grinder. Mm-hmm. And what do you do for like what kind of shapes are you doing on that one? Just like big, long, hollowed out areas. Um, actually, right now I'm just using it to create grooves. Mm-hmm. You know, with you know just the round edge. Yep. And then I'll go back with a lighter grit burr, round yep. burr. And then Sandals. kind of clean clean it up. Okay, that's really you know? cool. Right. I haven't played with that one. That one looks like it could be I, a lot of. I want to. I uh, I think there's different grits of these as well. I need to get yes. more. Yeah. I need to get you know the different grits of that because that would that my thinking going back to being faster and speeding up process. If I had lighter grits, I might just be able to use that mm-hmm. to create my texture instead of having to go back you know, after the, and the blue, the Supreme, right. And yeah. then go back. But yeah. I'm taking a look now. Cause I'm just curious. Oh, okay. Okay. They have, they have the orange, green and yellow. So they go down to fine. Right. Good. So yeah. That's yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So there's yep. options. Yeah. You got the, I have not played with the Supreme. Grit it, yet. It, it's good. And I'm going to use it for, on some larger pieces. Uh, I had made some, like pieces in the past where they're bowl shape or you know larger vessel shape mm-hmm. but the rim was kind of uh carved so it kind of looked like it was wavy yeah so that would be very advantageous for that and make that job go a lot faster thanks yeah that's cool mm-hmm. what are your favorite woods to use i noticed you use quite a variety so i don't know if you had a favorite yeah i i don't know if i have a favorite yeah uh, i like to think that you know all wood is beautiful i've said that before and it is some are better than others just like anything else mm-hmm. um but you know when i started it was just all gathering found wood and and majority of the stuff i still do is that so That's it's great i don't you know you can't get into like well i i don't work that wood you know, I no. You find a way to work that mm-hmm. wood, right? So yeah. that's just the whole point of it. You know, I love found wood. Ways. I'm a big if, advocate if, of it. <laughs> right. If you don't like the way it looks, if it's bland, well, then you know, make it unbland. Yeah. Find a way to do that. You know, and that's it. It can be daunting, but it can be done. Uh, I enjoy working all types of wood. Uh, any type of burl is fine. I mean, really, I don't have a, there's no favorite. It's all good. It's all different. I just love working all different types of wood to learn their different characteristics, I guess, and, and how they react to different things. Right. You know, which ones are going to die better and which ones aren't going to take yep. that color. Yeah. Which ones will carve better, which mm-hmm. ones are easier to carve. They all carve like, yeah, if you're going to use a burr on something, it'll all carve, but what's, what's easiest, yeah. you know? Yep. You can find that, you know, dry cherry is actually not that fun to carve on with a burr just That's because it. It, it's it's a it's a dense wood, you know, especially if it's dry, right. um, you know, so you're going to have to use a little bit more pressure and stuff like that. And it's just I mean, it's OK. If that's all you got, you figure it out. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, some woods are better than others when it comes to that and. So you do, yeah. do you do wet and dry wood? You mix it up with that? Or oh, is it, yeah. uh, I mean, majority of the time it's all wet. I mean, okay. very rarely yeah. do I have, I don't, 
working dry wood is okay if you know for me if i want to finish something right away yeah you know what i mean that that's sense, the not i guess that's right like, yeah. right that's the 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 uh positive about dry wood is that you know you don't have to wait you can finish it right now yeah what is your waiting process like when you're doing your pieces i'm kind of curious like what your time flow is like that i, I try to do it as fast as i can <laughs> well, like so after, it, after it you've carved it, do you have to like it dry out a certain period of time after the um, process? So there's a piece of maple, mm -hmm. and it's not super wet. You know, I rough turned this yeah. probably last week. Okay. So what I would do with this is I would, you know, probably put it back on the lathe. I might carve the outside while it's yep. still solid. Okay. And then hollow it out. And then after that, I'll throw it in the microwave. I said you mentioned microwave earlier. Right. Okay. That makes sense. I'll throw sense. it in the microwave and then I'll, I'll dry it out, you know, and depending upon how thick it is, mm -hmm. you know, that'll determine how long it's going to take to dry it out. All right. I heard uh, the first I, I could do, I've heard I guess, this one. That's well, I, I guess if, if you want to know, um, I could do this in the morning and then by the end of the day, probably maybe six, seven, eight o'clock at night, it'll be done. Painted and everything, right? Cool. Yeah. So, and you won't, I won't have any problems with it. So that's kind of, you know, I mean, it doesn't take all day for me to do one piece like that, but I'm just saying the, no, the, the majority great. of times waiting for it to dry in the microwave and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But no, that's, that's super smart. Like I've never seen if someone have that process the people I've talked to, in the past will like carve bowls then let it sit for a week in a mm -hmm. container and then burp it like it was like this whole process nope. and i was like oh that seems exhausting yeah turning looks like a lot of fun i'm gonna be uh i don't know if you've heard of the catskills maker camp mm, i think i have actually okay. yeah so Sabretooth is going and i'm going there to represent mm. them with uh sadie from the awesome orange and in mm -hmm. our booth there's gonna be some wood turners and i'm like I'm like I might what? just go scroll over there you and should. say howdy. <laughs> just be careful though. Oh it is, yes. It's... I mean it, it's well not that it it once you if you get the bug then it's like oh boy. That's you know. why I didn't do it last year. Right. You know, everyone was making fun of me, so I went last year and mm -hmm. we're walking around and everyone's trying out welding. They're trying out blacksmithing. I've seen some people were doing some pen turning. Mm -hmm. Like don't you want to do that? I'm like why? No. Why? I'm like I have enough. I have enough interest. Right. <laughs> I'm yes. like, I'm like, yes. but as the more I'm talking to everybody who's been turning, it's like, oh, it looks so fun and so, so fast. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It, 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 yeah. it, 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 it's a fast process. I mean, everything happens fast on a lathe. Yeah. So, well, plus including, ba including bad stuff. If something <laughs> bad is going to happen, it'll happen fast. So, yeah. Be careful. I'm sure right now, and the the size of the chisels that you guys use on there and stuff is just like they're insane. Like you see people pull it out; they've got two hands on these things. Yeah. They're like all right, they mean business. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's still uh, some of the tools are big, but it's still the same in terms of you know even with anything else, it's still a light touch. I mean, you're not mm -hmm. right. You're not jump. No, not you're not. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. I know. I think people, yeah, w that's a good thing to touch on too. Like with power carving, don't just mm -hmm. attack it. Just give, no. it, give it a little let kiss. The tool, <laughs> let the tool do the work. That's mm -hmm. what it's there to do. 
right? So, yeah. yeah, it's not, you know, don't be too aggressive with anything. Is it sharp? Everything's sharp. If everything is sharp, then you don't necessarily have to do a ton of work. No, plus the lighter, like when you go lighter, I find like sometimes it removes the material better and smoother. Yes. There's no, absolutely, uneven, like those uneven gouges, which we've all had because the wood grain mm -hmm. changes and it's softer sure. in one section and harder yep. in the other. That can be prevented with the light touch. It's like <laughs> it, it can be right. Not always. <laughs> sometimes no, not they always. do dip. <laughs> or, right. Or you can use that effect to your, you know, mm -hmm. benefit. Right. You can try and you know make it so that it looks cool the different you know changes yeah. in the wood so yeah it's all good that's great well is there anything that you want to talk about that we haven't covered on here i'm totally curious i can't think of anything right offhand um no i i just i i really enjoy carving and you know the burrs make it so easy yes and i guess that's the thing i'm always drawn back to the fact that it's so limitless, the mm -hmm. ideas and the potential 100%. that it's, it, it can be, like I said, it can be daunting, but you know, that's the fun part about it. Yeah. I mean, like you said, do you have ideas months, years ahead of time before you can actually get the time to execute them? So, right. And I, I constantly look for uh, ideas for texture or patterns or things mm -hmm. like that. And that's fun as well. Then you can start, you know, working it out in your head okay, how can I achieve that? What would I need to use to achieve that? So yeah, it's a blast. All right. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Greg. He was awesome. And I really enjoyed that he went into depth process about how he does his work. He wasn't afraid to share details with us and kind of just go over and be completely honest, which is really, really nice. And I enjoyed talking to him. A huge shout out to everybody who came and carved with us a couple of weeks ago it was an amazing time and just meeting everybody at the Catskill Maker Camp was amazing we didn't have a moment to think Sadie and I were definitely overwhelmed by the noise and excitement but man the things that you all carved and it being your first time absolutely amazing um, news about the show we've got a few more episodes that we're going to be releasing via podcast alone and then we're going to be switching format it's going to be really fun we're switching it up because we know that people love to join in and have some live interaction we're going to go ahead and do live ig interviews with everybody that we have invited on the show so Get excited, we'll be promoting those very soon and we'll be posting them so that way you know when they're gonna be so you can join us live and then we'll be saving them to our feed. So if you were unable to join us live, you can watch it right there. And uh, we hope you enjoy that style. I just really want to have some fun so I reached out to Sabertooth and said, let's go live. And they were down with it. So that's very exciting. And a huge announcement, we are gonna be at WorkbenchCon this March. So if you are going, come join us. If you've never carved before and you're interested in it, we're going to be having a live carving demo and we'll be having some stuff in booth that we can tell you just the basics and kind of get you a nice feel for everything. So exciting things coming up and stay tuned for that live show. Have a great day and keep on carving.